Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Nostalgic Jukebox Podcast. It's Nick. And this is Vince. We're getting into it. We're going to go hairish, metalish, rockish. We're trying to do something. Hey, everybody. Yeah, hey. Sounds good to me. Let's do it. All right. How about this one? We're all favorites. This is always a fun one. Lit my own worst enemy. It's, uh, yeah, like I said, by Lit, released in 1999. And it's that sweet spot for karaoke songs. It's two minutes, 49 seconds. Uh, came off their, uh, the label, RCA label. And uh, very iconic. I think, I think you remember the music video. It was just... It was just just him chaosing, and, and it was mayhem. It was it's a mayhem. Yeah, it's it's a great video, but like Nick was saying, it's great song to just get in and out, get everybody going. Want to give a shout out to Steph? She first did this karaoke a while back and killed it. She had the whole place going, and since then, there have been a lot of copycats. Even that, she 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 started a trend. So shout out. Yeah, it's one of those songs I think when people, you know, when you when you start first doing it and people realize like, oh, that's like a super fun song or, you know, other people get into it and then they realize that there's like a whole genre of songs that people do. And Lit is one of those. It's I would consider it to be kind of one hit wonder. Uh, they did ever have other other songs. But yeah, I mean, just like them playing the guitar in the bowling alley, uh, just being, yeah, right. yeah, they're just being you know, just complete goofballs and <laughs> rolling, you know, that felt like the seventies, the vibe that they had going and trying to rock it. But oh yeah, they had a lot of songs that were great. I mean, this one probably hit the most, it was a hit um, uh, in the States the most, but yeah, yeah, this album that it's off of, I believe it is called um, a place in the sun, a place in the sun. Great album. And all the songs are, are fairly short, but they're, they're, it's a great rock album. So they did number 17 on the rock charts, 51 in the top 100. Um, it sold really well, but I guess the, so the fun part is about the song is that it was, it, it's like pretty much like a, almost like a true story, like a documentary kind of, of the lead singer and all of his escapades and stuff by out touring and when they're out playing shows. Oh yeah, I gotta read that story, man. When's his book coming out? Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> probably got some good stuff, but so there's stories of him and you know have having four ex-girlfriends show up at the same show and him trying to juggle all the girls and then um so the song was a combination of many many incidences that kind of came about during touring and being naked in public and having <laughs> another girl show up when he was with another girl so he's definitely not somebody you want to model your life after but somebody you want to watch as they explode and because it's gonna be some fun times oh these guys definitely live that well at least he did the rock band or rock lead rock singer life yeah um other songs off that album uh ziploc is a great one and so is miserable um uh, both have great videos to them too uh yeah these guys you know they, they took advantage of the mtv video music scene when they when they were popular and it, i think it helped them out a lot yeah i don't think those songs were nearly as popular or as famous but still very good songs uh my own worst enemy they he actually sang it naked in the studio um which for some reason that decided him. to be a good idea for him <laughs> um but yeah just one of those great 
yeah, if you're looking for a song that you don't necessarily have to sing well, you can pretty much talk through it or just yell and scream. Um, you'll do really well. It's super short. Everybody knows the chorus. Um, it's just really just a fun song all the way around and uh, a definitely crowd pleaser. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely in like a, a Green Day type of sense too. Green Day has a lot of uh, songs that are short. You know, you can sing them, talk them, just got to know the song and it usually gets the crowd pumped up and they're another, they're another group we'll, we'll say for another day. Yeah, like Blink-182. Right. You know, like kind of those types of songs. In that realm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could probably even do like Eve Six, Harvey Danger. Um, oh, Eve Six, Inside Out, right? Yeah. And so they, all those those bands are all very similar in the style of music and the punk and and the, I guess, ease of the lyrics. The lyrics, none of those songs are really even that hard. Like Harvey Danger is like, what? what oh, Flagpole Sitter. Flagpole, yeah. Flagpole Sitter. Yeah. So anyway, so that, that's, uh, that's definitely a fun song. And I've sang that song, I would say... Like, I don't know if anybody sings it well because I don't know if even the lead singer sings the song well. <laughs> but it's it's a it's a song that is fun to sing. You can kind of just let loose. You don't really have to sing it. There's no really right or wrong way to kind of do it. You kind of just go up there and just belt it out and have a good time. Just go up there with all the energy you can muster and just sing it to your heart. Uh, and just have a good time. All right, we're ready for the next one. Sure, why not? Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Here anyway. I go again. White yeah. Snake. White Snake. Here I go again. Oh man, this is this is this is one of my personal faves. As are a lot of certain songs or uh, different songs, but um, oh man, White Snake. Here I go again. I mean, how can you not think of the video uh, with the song? Uh, you know, if you're if you're pushing a certain age like myself. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll get to that in a sec. It came out in 1982. 1982. Originally in 82, off one of their earlier albums, yes. but didn't really make a splash in 82. Um, they uh, re-recorded it um, on their 1987 uh, self-titled album, uh, White Snake. And I just, just to throw in one of these, I mean, I, I, it blew my mind, I think, before, and I don't know, going through this again and, and, and um, doing some research. They're a British band, British rock band. And I, I, I could have sworn they were an American band. And I, and now that I think about it, I think I did see a, a few interviews with them. And, and hearing him speak, it's one of those times where you're like, he's British? What? But he sings like, but anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. So originally in 82, off their Saints and Sinners, but then re-recorded and re-released in 1987 on their B-side of Guilty of Love. And then okay. so it went from a five-minute and nine-second song to a three-minute and 54-second radio edit. Yeah. Oh, they needed to cut it down a little bit. But, I mean, all the songs were long back then. Yeah, so they obviously adjusted it and edited it, and um, and obviously came out with a music video. Yeah, <laughs> well, really quick. The song was written by the lead singer uh, David Coverdale and um, former White Snake guitarist at the time Bernie Marsden. So it was those two writing the music back then. Yeah, but and then 
to go off of it, Paula Abdul choreographed the music video. <laughs> hey, that's pretty cool. Come on, back then to have Paula Abdul. I know. Just like, this is the the crazy that the I mean, you know, <laughs> you know the person that was in that music video. Well, yeah. Oh, Tani Katane. Come on. Right. I mean, he she was every every schoolboy's dream back then. Um, okay. you know, in in my time anyway. <laughs> Not mine. I was five. <laughs> Nick was five, but you know, it would give him that. So you know, it's okay. I was a little. I was, by the time I was, there, I was kind of out of that era. By but the time he does remember the video. Well, because I've mean, seen the video, I mean, but you know, how can you not recall a a, a fine ass, a fine ass lady with with eighties hair sprawled out on a car? Again, it was the eighties. So with, yeah, with Paula Abdul's help, she was out there just rocking her thing. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. Oh, and just a, a really quick that re-recorded. You said that there was an original version, uh -huh. and then there was a re-recorded version. Um, yeah, the original version apparently they in the line where it goes uh, like a drifter. I was born to walk alone. It was originally like a hobo. I was born to walk alone. So they changed that on the um the re-record of that one which i found kind of interesting well they didn't want to get canceled yeah <laughs> back then in the 80s i don't know if there was a way to get canceled they were trying they, they were, were trying giving, they were giving it a shot all right all right yeah i can't use a hobo <laughs> we, we can't use that so um but yeah it, it did well uh hit it was hit number one on the billboard hot chart uh 100 chart in october of 87 it was the band's only number one on the chart um, and a couple weeks later, it became number one uh, on the Canadian singles chart. Yeah, definitely did uh, number ones in a, in a few places, but definitely cruised around the world and was popular. There's the I didn't know this, but there's two two cover versions of the song. There's like a dance cover version yeah. in 1995 that was that I guess it reached number 69. I've, I've never heard it. And then in 2004, there's another dance pop version by a Polish singer oh. um oh, yeah. which was a actually became a hit in poland hey there so, you go there you go hey different versions for different folks man i mean yeah. I, I haven't heard that dance version but I, i'm gonna have to look that up it's just very interesting that the the remakes of it are or the remixes of it are dance are dance versions well yeah it's kind of like a like you know kind of slow love song and they well, kicked off really slow but i guess yeah, if you yeah. just like a techno beat to it oh yeah it's, 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 I, I can i can see that they, they do that to a lot of songs <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah they do um but actually uh, another fun fact i mean this song is notable for being the only white snake song to get airplay on the adult contemporary stations um, despite um, their other single, Is This Love reached number 38 on the Hot 100, but did not chart at all on the AC charts, which is kind of weird. It's also kind of weird between the radio version and the actual version from the album, there's different, there's different people on it. Like John Sykes is the guitar and the background vocals on the actual album, but he's not on... <laughs> He's not on the radio version of the song. They just switched well, that, him out for Dan. On that the could be. I'm not too sure, but there might have been some changes in the band because the original song, again, was in 82. Well, no, he was, yeah. So in 82, that's what I'm saying. From between 82 and 87, there's different people. Yeah. And then from 87 to 87, there's different people. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> so, hey, you know what? So it's just interesting that they, they recorded it and then they. So they, when they re-record it for the radio edit, where they cut even more time off it by like another thirty seconds, they just had other people come in and play 
uh, guitar and stuff. Okay, well, a little turmoil in the band, you know. Uh, uh, Actually, a lot yeah, of bands guitar and background vocals because that that Johnny boy, John Sykes, he was only in the actual version of it on the album. He was not in the 82 version or the radio mix. Oh, okay. So, John, if you're still out there, buddy, are you okay? Yeah, <laughs> just checking on Let you. Let us know just how you're doing. <laughs> but, yeah, Rolling Stone has this in their in their top 10 best hair metal tracks of all time, understandably. I mean, come on. This, like I said, this, this song is a, is, is a fave for myself. And one of those that I like to try to mimic the lead singer as much as possible. I try to get that that voice. You know, it, it doesn't work out all the time. But if the sound is good at a karaoke place and they can kind of drown you out just a little bit it, it and hit that sweet spot, man, yeah, this this, this song this song's a hit. All right. So... John did. John Sykes did leave the band slightly at, right after their successful uh, uh -huh. mainstream hit, and he left to go to another band. So okay, that's why. So he's okay. He's still alive. He's still alive. He's still around. Yeah, nobody. Good to know. Nobody took him down. So <laughs> good to know. Good to know. Yeah, but yeah, I I, I, this, I love White Snake. I mean, I, I only know really their hits. I, I know a few of their other songs, but like, is this love? Which I was just talking about the slower power oh, yeah. ballad that they have i I'm, I'm still working on that one and uh still of the night is a great rock song that it, it that seems like it might be a little tough so i'm still working on those but yeah, yeah. they had a, a definitely good you know once they're here i go again once that kind of took off then after that is, is this love um but those are not i wouldn't say those are like here i go again is is an anthem and it's all right just like journey so people can get into it only when the chorus hits. <laughs> Other than that, everybody's sipping their drink and going to the bathroom. And then is this love is like the same kind of idea that good point. Nobody's right. really gonna get no one's gonna be super jazzed when like the song first kicks off, like the first melody picks up. No one's gonna be like, Oh my god, this is like my song. Everybody's gonna be like, What the fuck song is this? It's popular enough as to when that song starts. It it gets it gets uh, uh, people up and, and going. It starts off slow and then just kind of picks up. Speed That's what I'm saying. Like the, the first little bit, and then yeah. we're like jazzed about it. <laughs> Most of the songs events does that when it first starts out, nobody's really jazzed. About I it. get jazzed about it, and when I'm okieing, man, it's what I want to do. Yeah, and it's from the seventies. <laughs> this seventies only. Well, yeah, this one, but I don't think I don't remember the last time you did this song. Um. That's a good question. I don't remember the last time I did this. Song. I usually do 90s and 2000s. Vince does 60s and 70s. 60s and 70s, 80s, 90s, 0s, 10s. No, don't, no, don't no, listen no, to this guy. No, 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 no. The, 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 if we're talking about the like the amount, like the percentage. Like you're like 80% 60s and 70s, and then like 10%. 80s percent and then five percent 2000s and current big to differ <laughs> <laughs> i think more 60 percent i like the i like the older hits i like the classics you know between even 50s i'll go 50s 60s 70s I, it, give me a genre well, we baby. know we're just not excited about it <laughs> whatever <laughs> great song both songs are awesome uh karaoke songs um yeah, lit again. They have a few songs. I guess are... is this love? It, like it hit number two on the Billboard Top 100s. I thought oh. it hit number one. Is this love? Yeah. Oh, is this love? No, yeah. You're right. Is you're this right. love? Because the top spot is George Michael's 
hit Faith. Oh, Faith was number one. Yeah, which making it like was probably there for a while. It was there, yeah. Like obviously, like here I go, like you know, here I go again, and it's great. And then is this love is great, but like can you imagine trying to bump off George Michael's Faith? Uh, that's tough. Yeah, that's rough. That's that's a tough. That's a tough hurdle right there for White Snake. But hey, they they had they had their heyday. And, and during the MTV days, man, this was one of the videos that I really looked forward to. Ah, but no. Was it uh, Tawny Katane in this one too? Oh, yeah, because she was dating. She was dating, she was dating the, the Cloverdale. The right? lead, yeah, 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 lead singer. And she was also in, you know, also in a great comedy back then called The Bachelor Party, one of Tom Hanks's uh, first movies. Great comedy. Couldn't be made nowadays because, you know, the whole cancellation stuff. But, you know, check that one out if you can find it. It's just one of those raunchy 80s comedies. And, um, yeah, Tom Hanks back in his bosom buddies days. Um, yeah, good movie. And Tony Katane was his girlfriend in that one. So check it out. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, we appreciate you being here as we just destroyed these songs. And uh, <laughs> Speak you know, for yourself. <laughs> and uh yeah just uh hang around and we'll have a little uh little karaoke experience waiting for everybody but uh like i said enjoy the rest of your afternoon we'll see you guys next time see ya thanks for tuning in and as always new episodes every monday follow us on instagram youtube hit all the likes hit all the buttons hit all the follows do all the things you need to do We'll see you next week.